Hello, and welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not just on how to be organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint that we leave the chaos and clutter in our lives behind. Hi, I'm Leanna George. I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. And I'm Angie Heitch. I'm an author and certified professional organizer organizer living in East Tennessee. So are you ready to clear the clutter um, so you can focus on what matters most? If you are, let's dive in. All right. So Angie, we are in episode six, which is very exciting. We feel like we're podcast pros now, even though we are totally <laughs> We have such a long way to go. But, um, you know, last episode, we talked about the different types of clutter and how to identify those different types of clutter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you and I were talking about it, we decided maybe we should put a pause um, on doing some more episodes. I mean, don't worry, folks, we are coming back with more episodes. But we wanted to do a pause and just uh, kind of talk with the uh, listeners about our issues, our struggles with the kinds of clutter we talked about last time. And I think one of the things that Angie and I always hear it from people when they find out that we were organizers or are organizers is, oh, you must be perfectly organized, right? Yep. So we're going to, you know, blow that myth out of the water today and we're going to get real. We're going to um, come clean with our clutter. Yeah, so this is about to get really real. We've shared some about our own clutter before, but mm -hmm. this is going to go a little bit deeper. And I really think, you know, we talk so much about how to identify clutter, the different types, how it can damage your life and all that. But I think there's no clearer way to illustrate all of that than with personal examples. Oh, so sure. we're hoping yeah. that you can learn from us, that you can see that when we throw out these suggestions and examples uh, that, that you know that we are going through these emotional struggles right along with you because we have our own clutter that we're dealing with that we dealt with in the past that we're dealing with now and we'll continue to deal with so um, we we just want to be transparent because yeah, we want to help you uh, motivate you and uh, share share what we've learned as much as possible so. Yeah. You know, for every episode, we usually have a Bible verse um, mm -hmm. and the one that kept going through my mind. I was like, where's the one that says confess your sins? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sin. We've talked about that in episode two. It's not. Yes, a, we did. We talked about that. But no, it's just like a confessional. We're just coming clean. When Angie said coming clean with our clutter, I was like, God, that's such a great title episode, episode title. So yeah, so we're going to come clean. So the way it's going to work is we're going to look at the three types of clutter. We know we talked about those in episode five. We talked about physical clutter. We talked about schedule clutter and we talked about attention or mental clutter. And so Angie and I are just going to take a few turns uh, talking about physical clutter um, first um, and sharing some of our personal struggles with that. So Angie, I know you really had some stuff you wanted to share on that. So I'm going to let you get started. All right. So we're going to start with physical clutter, the kind that we usually think about first when we think about the issue of clutter, our stuff, unnecessary stuff. And as I share uh, two things that were very, very difficult for me to get rid of, they are good illustrations of how deeply the emotions play into this. Um, I, I talk about that uh, if you really want to address clutter in the most effective way, in the way that will most clearly 
draw you to God, which is our ultimate goal. It's really deep soul searching work. You know, yeah. it, it's one thing to kind of, you know, pick up in an area and make it look better. But in order to figure out why the clutter got there, you got to get to those root issues. And uh, man, it's hard. So yeah. in the interest of coming clean with my own clutter, I'm going to show you a couple pictures of two categories that's very related. Things that I really struggled to get rid of. All right. So the first picture is of my <laughs> chest of drawers from high school. You see my graduation picture, a whole bunch yeah. of trophies and medals. And gosh, there's even like a little volleyball smurf, smurf I'm just realizing that. <laughs> um, there's plaques on the wall as well. Um, I kept my trophies from middle school, high school, college, um, I know I kept those until the most recent move. So we're talking like three years ago mm. in a big bin, very heavy. Um, and it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, I have sh I had showed them to my kids and kind of told stories and all that. And at a certain point, it was like, is this, is this, does this represent who I am now? No. Do I look at these and have good memories? Yes. But you know what? I could look at the picture and do that. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to have the physical stuff. And I was actually able to donate these to an assisted living place. I pulled off the little metal plates from the trophies and kept those for a while. I don't even know that I still have those. Um, anyway, but uh, that was really tough for me to get rid of because it represented such a big period of my life. Let me show you one other. That's okay. kind of in the same vein. Um, all right, let's see if I can get this to, I don't know why the arrow key is not working. I shrunk it down. Okay. Ah, there we go. All right. So that's, that's me as a middle school volleyball <laughs> player for Colonial Heights Junior High School and a volleyball and a trophy, of course. Um, and the volleyball. Now, I didn't keep that specific volleyball because that was a school ball. Um, but I still had a volleyball up to just a few months ago. And the thing was, mm -hmm. like, I still played played league volleyball kind of off and on. But in the last few years, um, I have really bad knees. I've already had one knee replaced. Um, and so the last time I played, I realized this is just really too painful but I kept having visions of, oh, we could go to the park, you know, we could hit around a little bit. I think we did it one time in a park. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, it's in here in the closet. It's not doing anyone any good. If yeah. we ask those two clutter questions that I say, do I love it? Do I use it? Do I love it? Yeah. Sort of. Do I use it? No, absolutely not. Um, but I felt like when I get rid of this, it's like I'm letting that part of my life go. But I'm not, you know? Yeah. Um, we talk a lot about our possessions need to serve us now, serve us well now, and be, you know, part of our future ourselves. And so, although it wasn't taking up that much space to save my volleyball, when I looked at it, yeah, I had some memories, but mostly I thought, gosh, I hate that I can't play anymore. Well, I yeah. really miss that. So, it was kind of bringing me down. Hmm. So, all those emotions, and it, depending on what item we're talking about, it the emotions could be different. But just 
it's hard. It's hard, yes. especially with the sentimental items. Those are the most difficult for sure. And it's why yes. I usually tell people, leave the sentimental to last. Do the easy stuff like the, you know, plastic storage containers that don't have the right lid or, you know, the no brainers, the 15,000 water bottles. But anyway, so yeah. those are examples of what kind of physical clutter I tend to deal with. And that is very common. So. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, I, it, the one thing I hear from people, um, even when I was organizing and now is, you know, I have a friend who says, I don't know what to do with all the dead people stuff I have in my house. Mm, yes. You know? It's so hard. It's yes. so hard. And she, you know, we feel bad. How do we get rid of it? So yeah. I, I get that. I totally do. Well, in the, uh, you know, trying to be mindful of time, we're going to, not that I don't have any physical clutter. I do. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to make sure we cover all the clutter. So we're going to mm -hmm. jump on into schedule clutter. And that's where I have the biggest issue. And, um, you know, it, we all think it's time management. We think, um, you know, how, that you should be able to uh, use your time effectively, use it wisely. Um, and it's very true. However, it can be so easy to weigh down our schedule with too much mm -hmm. stuff. And that's exactly what I've done, not just a few years ago, not just a few months ago, just a few weeks ago. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I had a breakdown point where I had to say no more. I can't do any more. And I had to um, stop and make some of the hard decisions. But let me back up before that. So probably, um, so everything was going pretty well for me managing my time until about July when I got this crazy idea that I could start a company for authors, um, helping them with some of the tasks that they just didn't know how to do. I kept seeing people struggling with these tasks that I thought, that's so easy for me to do. Maybe I could help them. So I recruited some people. We started a company and our goal was to just start slow. But of course, that didn't happen. We went 90 to nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, at the same time, I'm trying to finish writing book three, mm -hmm. right? And then um, Angie and I submitted uh, our manuscript for an upcoming book that we have, a devotional called Uncluttered, um, and it got picked up um, by a publisher. And then we thought, we thought, well, we need to start the podcast. So, you know, here I had, um, I had my book that needed to be finished. I had a a new growing business. I had another nonfiction book that I was trying to work on and get finished, um, trying to get these episodes taken care of, outlined, planned, you know, written, all that kind of stuff. Then of course, about this time, it's now we're into November, December. So there's just that one word holiday, right? Mm -hmm. So my life became just hectic. It became, my, my schedule was so crowded. And I just remember waking up every day going, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get through today. I don't know how to get through day. And all my life was just a, a piece of paper with lists for everything. You know, every, I had four columns for the four different activities. You know, that's not even including my home life, right? I'm still a mom and a wife. <laughs> you know? I try to be a good friend too, on occasion. I'm not doing too well in that department. I, I keep calling my friends, telling them I'm, I'm the worst friend, but um, that's what happens, right? We, yeah when we overload our schedules with too much stuff, even though, again, like we talked about, it's good stuff. Yes. It's all good stuff. Um, you know, it starts to affect us mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, 
and, you know, physically, because I, it took everything I had to get out of bed in the mornings, but I had to, because I knew if I didn't, that that my day was not going to go the way it should. Right. So finally I had to, I had to have a hard look at what I was doing to myself. I thought I could do it all and be it all. I thought I had a cape and that I could be Wonder Woman, Um, but I couldn't. And so I had to stop and I had to say, some things are going to have to go. Um, One of them was I finally finished book three, um, got it off to the publisher, um, but I made the decision that I was not going to try to write another fiction novel anytime soon because that's a big undertaking. Um, I'd been doing it for five years um, straight. I'd written three books in five years um, and it was just a lot. You know, I was constantly on a deadline. I was constantly writing words or editing words every week in addition. And I love that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I needed to put that aside. I couldn't do it all. I had to figure out what I could focus on, um, you know, and the deadline that the publisher had given me and you, Angie, for the um, uncluttered book was literally just the beginning of this month. And there was I still had 10 devotions to write, plus we had some unclutter uh, practical steps we needed to, to write and some prayers. And I, there was just no way. I mean, yes. Could I have done it? Absolutely. I could have, but what I would have produced would have been junk and mm-hmm. wouldn't have been worth reading or uh, helpful to anyone. And so, you know, Angie and I, and Angie is such a blessing y'all. She, you know, was completely understanding when I called her and she's like, yeah, let's push the pause button, you know? We'll just bump the the book release back a little bit. So, you know, that's what we had to do. So, you know, my thinking and, and overcluttering my schedule not only affected me, it affected other people. It affected Angie. It affected our publisher. It affected, you know, future readers. Um, you know, there were a lot of people that I, you know, wasn't thinking when I tried to do it all. Because at one point, my team for my company, they're like, yeah, you've kind of been gone. We haven't, you've been here, but you haven't been here. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so it was really affecting. So um, I'm trying to now in 2023, my word for the year is peace. And I know that the only way I'm going to have that peace is by taking it slower, setting boundaries and decluttering my schedule and my activities. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate your honesty. that is my coming clean on that one. So whew, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All not right. that I have, I don't know, not perfect, but uh, <laughs> again, it's just time because I'm sure Angie and I could talk for hours about, you know, each one oh, of yeah. them for sure, yeah. right? We just we, picked a few out of many to yes, share. For sure. Yeah. And so the last one we want to touch on is the mental clutter. So Angie, I know you've got some mental issues and we, again, we don't have time for them all, but can you give us one? <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. All right. So attention, I've named this attention clutter, things that get your attention that your brain settles on. And um, this is absolutely the toughest category for me. I believe it's the most damaging category for relationships. Um, I don't remember where I first read this, but I totally believe it. The greatest gift you can give someone is your full attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is the thing that we most struggle to give. Yeah. Um, so I've shared a little bit. I, I'll talk about just a few different ways that attention clutter uh, is difficult for me. Um, a lot of it stems from my digital devices, my phone, my iPad, my laptop. 
um, you know, scrolling through Facebook instead of listening to uh, what someone's saying. Uh, countless examples. When I finally, finally faced it after years of my family begging, which I'm not proud of, um, and looked at how much time I was spending, it's easy to find that, mm -hmm. that information. And uh, it's pretty eye-opening. Um, and just thinking, uh, I'll never get that time back. And mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I owe it to the people I love and to myself to, you know, I talk about uh, you know, putting God first, but I wasn't doing it. And uh, so took some drastic measures. I don't charge my phone by my bed. I got off Facebook personally. I don't have my phone at the table. There's lots of different things I did. That's just one of them though. As a organizer, uh, perfectionist, um, I have an obsession with getting things accomplished. Mm. Um is very difficult for me to relax. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult when I'm with someone to not be thinking about all those undone tasks that are going to be waiting for me when, whenever this thing ends. And in these situations, I am not giving full attention to whatever it is I'm doing, whether I'm in a conversation, whether I'm doing work, whatever it is, my attention is not there. Um, and that again, that's not fair to anyone around me. Yeah. Uh, you know, and sometimes this attention clutter, this mental clutter, sometimes it's issues that are so deep guilt and shame and fears and anxiety. You really need to get professional help. Uh, you know, sometimes it's not a matter of just saying, okay, Angie, pay attention to what's going on around you. Sometimes you've got to deal with some real heart issues. Um, counseling has been wonderful for me. I've been trying to meditate, uh, different, you know, scripture, prayer time. Um, again, it's soul searching work. Um, and you got to get to the root causes and you got to deal with it. And when you do clear that clutter, whether it's physical schedule or attention, and you do, you can really give the most important things attention. It is so freeing. It's yeah. so freeing. It really um, is. The more I'm willing to do to let go of those things, the closer my relationship with God, the closer my relationship with my husband and my children and my friends and family and church. And um, I, I refuse to go back, but I know it's a continual battle. You know, we oh. talk about decluttering is not a one-time decision or a one-time act. It is a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, absolutely. And I, so funny you say that because I remember I used to give a presentation on decluttering and one of my, my intro was how I was overwhelmed with a schedule, mm -hmm. you know, and that was like 2016. Here it is 2023. And I'm still, you know, like, hello, how long, how many times is it going to take for me to get this through my head? Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Um, so it, it is, it's a constant struggle, but the good news is there is hope that we are not alone. Um, you have, um, you know, you as listeners have us to help you. And of course, ultimately you have God. So that is, that's, a, that's the wonderful news. Um, so, you know, we just wanted to come on today and just spend a little time encouraging you. Um, we're always talking about how this is a, a podcast where there is no judgment. There mm -hmm. is no condemnation, um, you know, but that you, sometimes you have to confess 
and get clear about what it is you're struggling with before you can start solving the problem. Um, and so anyway, so we wanted to just be authentic with you today, share a little bit about our stuff as well. So that is it for this sixth episode of Uncluttered. Um, we will be back with more practical and spiritual um, organizing and biblical connections um, in two more weeks. So we hope you'll join us again. But in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at uncluttered.faith. If you have any questions or comments you want to ask, you can also email us at contact at uncluttered.faith. Either way, we'd love to connect with you. Yes, um, love hearing from our listeners. Uh, we'd love to help you with any uncluttering challenges that, that you're having. Send us a message and we'd love to help. Um, so until next time, remember, an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm -hmm.